You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Give him a praise, amen. It's all right to clap. Come on, it's Wednesday night, amen, but we're in the corner and we can make as much noise as we want. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So it's all right. So look to your neighbor and say, get loud if you have to. Come on. Some of us, you got to give a shout once in a while and get, get a little loud every once in a while. I mean, uh, during, during worship, I hear, hear Charlene yelling out and screaming and saying, yeah, come on, come on, get it, get it. Slap that devil, amen, praise the Lord, praise God. Well, last week, amen, if you were here last week, we looked at a man who prayed to be blessed, amen. How many remember that sermon last week, amen? And so, and through the prayer, that prayer, we learned that God has so much more than just being saved. Can somebody say amen? So much more than just making it. So much more than just coming to church. Our question, you know, understand, you got to understand that our God wants to bless us. He wants to bless you indeed without any questions. He, I mean, he really wants to bless you for real, for real. Look to your neighbor and say, for real, for real. Amen. I know we're on the West Coast and that's an East Coast kind of talk, amen, but it's for real, for real that God wants to bless you. Amen. And so I want you to turn to our text as we look at that story once again of 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 through 10. 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 through 10. Now the Word of God says right here, it says, Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called him Jabez, saying, Because I bored him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, Somebody say, oh, oh, that you would bless me and bless me indeed, enlarge my territory, and that your hand will be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, and that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. I want to look and continue looking a little deeper into the prayer of Jabez for a deeper understanding of how we can pray and gain a fuller blessed life. Amen. And tonight I want to minister on a message I entitled, What Are You Waiting For? Ask. What are you waiting for? Ask. Look to your neighbor and say, what are you waiting for? And tell the other neighbor, won't you ask? Come on, how many know that if you want something, do you know that you got to ask for it? The Bible says that you have not because you what? You ask not. Listen, if you don't ask, you don't receive. Come on, if you don't seek, you'll never find. 
And if you never knock, the door will never be open unto you. Come on. So you got to understand, you got to ask in order to receive. You got to seek in order to find. You got to knock for a door to be open unto you. And through the prayer of this man that wanted to be blessed, we understand that God, you got to understand, you got to go ahead and ask God. You have to make your request in order to receive. When you go through a drive-thru, you, you order to receive some food, right? Come on, there, there's something that you order on the menu, amen. You got to request something. You can't just drive up and, and, uh, and they give you something. You're going to have to order something. You're going to say, well, what did you order, sir? Or what are, you, what are you asking for in order to receive something? You see, Jabez believed that not only does God hear our prayers, but how many know that God answers our prayers? He left the answering of his request up to God. See, Jabez wanted more. He wanted to be more in order to do more for God. And with that, mind, with that in our mind tonight, church, Let's see in this Jabez prayer what we have to do. His first request here that he was asking to be blessed. And he asked to be blessed indeed. Amen. Which means for sure, for real, for real. I want to be blessed indeed. The question I have for you tonight, have you asked God to bless you recently? Come on. You probably have because we, we, we are a people to, that ask God to bless, amen. We, we ask him to bless our brothers and sisters. We ask him to bless our, our children, amen, maybe bless our ministries, bless even our food, amen, before we eat. When someone sneezes, we say what? Bless you. So in general, we request to be blessed, but have you cried out desperately to be blessed. I mean, when's the last time you say, God, I need you to bless me, and I need you to bless me indeed. You know, as I told you guys last week, this is a prayer that I pray every, every week. It's God, every time I wake up, God, I want you to bless me today, and I want you to bless me indeed. Anybody wake up the same way today like me? Come on, you didn't ask your God to bless you? God, bless me indeed. Bless my kids. I know we ask to be, bless our, bless our family, bless our, our, our pastors, or, or bless whoever it is, but do you ask to be blessed indeed for yourself? So you gotta, you got to understand, this is what Jabez prayed. He asked God, I want you to bless me indeed. Well, but it has to be a, a cry of desperation. We understood that bless in the Hebrew means barak which means to invoke divine favor upon or to bring the benefits of God upon us. How many here want to be blessed that way? Amen. So asking to be blessed indeed, what is really doing, church, we're asking God for his unlimited riches, his unlimited goodness to be laid upon our lives. We are asking God to impart supernatural favor but we're not just asking for more for ourselves, but to do more for him. Understand? We're not asking for more for ourselves, but to do more for him. See, I, we've got to pray, God, I want your divine favor upon me. God, I want you to open doors for me. I, I want you to open doors for our church, amen, uh, so that we can be more 
in order to what? Do more. See, if we ask to be blessed indeed, listen, church, you must be willing to also do more for him indeed. So if you're asking for blessings, you're going to have to be willing to do something more for the kingdom of God. Understand that all blessings, somebody say all blessings. All blessings come from God. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, it says this, It is the Lord's blessing that makes a person rich, and hard work adds nothing to it. Let me tell you, it's only God that blesses. Come on. How many of you can't make it happen unless God makes it happen? Come on. I know that we have to pour in. We got to do our part, and I believe that good hard work pays off, but it is God who ultimately blesses. Come on, it's not like I did this or, or I bought this or I earned this. No, God gave you the strength. God gave you the power. God gave you the wisdom to earn that money. So you can't do I because once we say I, we become just like Satan did. I, I want to be the most high. I want this, amen. No, it is God that blesses us. In other words, to seek the blessing of God has nothing to do with you and I, but everything to do with him. He is the one that blesses. Amen. You know, I, I can't say, you know what, I worked hard to, for this deal and I closed it. No, God closed it for me. You know, I give him all the honor. I give him all the praise because all blessings come from him. Psalms 37, 22 says, for those blessed by him shall inherit the earth. To ask for the blessings of God is asking nothing more and nothing less what, what God wants to give us. With that in mind, what are you waiting for? Ask. How many know that God has so much in store for you? How many believe that? That God has so much in store for you. All you got to do is ask. All you need to do is ask for he, because he knows, how many know that he knows what's best for you? Amen. First Chronicles 4.10, it says, And Jabez called on the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. So here's a man that he, he you got to understand, he, he's, he wants to be blessed. This is not, he's not asking, he's requesting. And here he's talking and he's calling out to God. And he says, you know what? I want you to bless me and I want you to bless me indeed. So before you go ahead and ask, you, you're going to have to be asked. You're going you're gonna to have to recognize the need to be blessed. Do, do, how many here recognize that you need to be blessed? If you want to be blessed, you want to ask to be blessed, then you're going to have to recognize the need to be blessed. Jabez prayed, oh, that you would bless me indeed. See, Jabez looked at his life, and he thought, you know what, it has to be more to life than this. It has, there's more to life than what's going on presently in my life. And so he cries out to God, and he says, God, I want you to bless me indeed. His cry was in recognition, in a need to be blessed. His cry was attempt to receive supernatural favor from God. A quote from someone says this, circumstances may appear to wreck our lives, but God 
is not helpless among the ruins. God is, God's love is still working to turn what seems to be bad to the good. Amen. Come on, God is there. God, you know, he's, he's not helpless in our lives. He's not helpless in our situations, amen. But God is a God that's willing to turn those things that look bad to the good. See, we understood that Jabez's name means what? Son of pain, sorrow, or grief. So at some point of his life, he recognized the need to be blessed by God. Blessings that he couldn't get on his own. Blessings that, that you know what, that God is the one that can turn his, his bad to good. See, tonight, the question tonight is to this. Does the circumstances that hit your life lead you or get a hold of, of God? Or, or you got to understand, or does it take you deeper with God? Well, what, 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 when circumstances hit your life, what is it? That happens in your life. Come on, is it something that just stops you? Or is it something that you know what, you're, you're trying to get something materially from God? Or is it to get you deeper with God? See, there's another man in, in the book of Genesis that also wanted to be blessed by God. And his name was Jacob. How many knows Jacob? Come on. His name meant deceiver. One who tricks. There's Jacob right there. A conniver. <laughs> that is what his name means, amen. Jacob is the one that tricked his brother Esau out of his birthright. Then he also tricked his father to take Esau's blessings. So after all the conniving, in fear of his brother finding out, what does Jacob do? He goes on the run. Anybody here ever been on the run? No, don't raise your hand. Years later, Jacob is returning to get things right with his brother Esau. In Genesis 32, we find that Jacob is alone with God. In Genesis 32, 24 to 28, it says this. So Jacob was left alone. Then the man wrestled with him until dawn. And then when he saw the man that he could not win against Jacob, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so it would be dislocated as they wrestled. Then the man said, let go of me, it's almost dawn. But Jacob answered, I will not let go until you bless me. And so the man asked him, what's your name? Jacob, he answered. And the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel. For you have wrestled or struggled with God. And because you have struggled with God and with men, you have won. See, Jacob was alone with God, amen, at this point in his life, Jacob recognized and desired the need to be blessed by God. And Jacob wrestled and he would not let go until he received that blessing. And because of that, God changed his name and changed his future. He said, you know what, you're no longer going to be a deceiver. You're no longer going to be a conniver, amen. Uh, you're no, uh, you know what, I'm going to change your name to Israel because you wrestle with God and you have prevailed. And through it, it brought God's favor and restored his relationship with his brother Esau. The question is, are you a Jabez or a Jacob today? See, you have to recognize the need to be blessed in your life. 
If you want to be blessed, you got to see a need inside of you. Say, God, I need you to bless me here. Come on, how many need their marriages blessed in this place? How about finances in this place? Come on. Come on, okay. or your health. How about health reasons? Come on, there's some things in our lives that you got to recognize. I'm here to let you know that you got to understand that you are a, a candidate to be blessed by God. Come on, it's not just for brother so-so or sister so-and-so or because they've been here longer or, or they, they, she's been here longer. No, you got to look at yourself and say, I am a prime candidate to be blessed by God. God, I want you to bless me, and I want you to bless me indeed. you got to look at your life and say, God, I want to be blessed too. Come on, how many want to be blessed? So you got to cry out, just like Jacob. you got to recognize, you know what, I'm in need to be blessed. Come on. Everyone here, you got to understand, if you, if you don't look at it that way, you'll never get his blessings. But until you recognize, you know what, you know, yeah, I want them to be blessed. And God, I pray blessings for them. But you know what, God? I want to be blessed too. So don't leave your name out of the circle when you're asking God to bless them or, or bless their home or bless, God, bless my home. God, bless my marriage. God, bless my finances. God, I want to be blessed and I want to be blessed indeed. Hallelujah. You got you to gotta cry out with a desperation. You got you to really cry that, you know what, I'm in, a, I'm in a need to be blessed and I want to be blessed. Come on, somebody. So when you go ahead and ask, the second thing you got to recognize, the one that blesses. See, Jabez cried out and he says, you know what, I'm, in, I'm, a, I'm a candidate. I'm in need to be blessed, and God, I want you to bless me, but he calls out to God. I want, God, I want you to bless me. So he not only recognizes the need to be blessed, but recognizes the one who blesses. Jabez cried out that you would bless me indeed. His cry was, you know what, in recognizing the need, then he moves to recognizing to the one that blesses. There's no question in Jabez's heart who does the blessings? Come on. He was looking to one direction and one direction. He was looking at, at the Father who's in heaven, amen. He goes, you know what, God? I want to be blessed, and I know that you are the one that blesses. You know, he's not crying out to anybody else. He's not crying out to his boss. He, he's not crying out to society. He's not crying out to, he says, God, I need to be blessed, and you're the one that can do it. I believe that one of the biggest problems today that when something hits our lives, we look at other sources. Come on, somebody. It might be our family. It might be friends or dollar loan center. I, I don't know. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, and I'm not making a commercial for them. Amen. But we run to everyone else. Amen. Except God. And why is it Christians, uh, when we get a bad report or something hits our home, we're running here, we're running there, but nobody's running to God. A quote from C.S. Lewis says this, he cannot bless us or he cannot bless you unless he has you. He cannot bless us unless he has us, church. God desires, listen, full recognition of himself as a source that we long to be blessed by. 
Not only do you need to know the need to be blessed, but you got to know who blesses. You got to recognize who blesses. Like I said, he cannot bless us unless he has us. Come on, somebody. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says this, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe he exists and he rewards those who earnestly seek him. You got to know who's the one that blesses. You got to know that it is only the Father. Not only that you recognize the need to be blessed, but you got to know where the blessings come from, church. And you got to run to him. God says he is a rewarder. That he will bless anyone who looks for him, who seeks for him, who knocks on his door. Let me tell you, if you ask of him, he'll give it. If you seek him, you'll find him. And if you knock at his door, church, he'll open the door every single time to you, church. Come on. You got, you got to understand who does the blessing. God's saying, come to me. Look to me. When you're in trouble, when you're in a jam, don't run to other sources. Run to me. I want to be your source. And if I have you, guess what? I'll bless you. He'll bless you, church. That's what a good father does. He wants to bless his kids. But you gotta, he has to have you. He has to have your heart. So what are you waiting for? Ask. When we do this, church, listen, first, we will recognize God's will. When you, you recognize he's the one that blesses, then you will start to recognize God's will, what he's trying to do in you, what he's trying to do in you, church. Second, you start to recognize God's power, amen, what he's trying to do through you. Amen. Not versus in you, in his will, through you with his power. And third, you recognize God's perfect, perfect purpose. Purpose, amen. What he's trying to do what? Around you. So you got to recognize when you start to understand he's the one that blesses, then you start to recognize his will. What he's trying to do inside your life. Then you recognize his power. What he's trying to do in, through you. Uh, and when you do that, you start to recognize his purpose. What he's trying to do around you. When you recognize this church, something powerful starts to happen inside your life. Something that you've never seen before. Not something that you've never felt before. When you start to recognize he's the one that blesses, amen. Then you understand his will, his power, and his purpose, church. Not only are you seeking him that, you know what, I, I want to be blessed, right? We all want to be blessed, right? Then you go to the person, well, he's the one that's going to bless me. And when you recognize that he's the blesser, then you start to understand the will, the power, and the purpose in your life, church. You start to feel something that you have never felt before because now you're seeking him for the blessings. First uh, Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 says, however... As it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no human mind can conceive the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Listen, God is the source of the blessed life. Seek him, look to him, call out to him, 
See, we have to be a people just like Jabez. It says, oh, God, that you would bless me and bless me indeed. I want to be blessed, and I know you're the one that blesses. And when you, step, you tap into that source like that of recognizing that you're a candidate to be blessed and recognizes who does the blessing, then his will, his power, and his purpose gets, gets, it gets it, you start to understand all that. How many want to know his will for your life? Come on, how about your, your how many want the, God's power, what he can do through you? Come on. Or his purpose, what he can do around you? See, when you start to recognize that the blessings that for yourself and that he's the one that blesses, then all this gets released to you. You start to understand his will, his power, and his purpose for our lives. And the last thing that we see in this prayer, to recognize that he'll be blessed and that he'll bless us without any questions. Right? Oh, that you would bless me. Right? The need to be blessed to the one recognizing who blesses and that he would bless me. What? Indeed. Without any questions, church. See, he prayed that you bless me indeed. He recognized the need in his life, like I said. He recognizes who's the one that blesses. And then he turns it around, you know what? And I'm sure that he's going to bless me without any questions, without any doubt, without anything. God, you're going to bless me, and you're going to bless me indeed. Come on. God knew that it's God's nature to bless. You guys know that? That he really wants to bless you. You think God wants you to suffer or struggle or just barely make it or just come to church or, or what? No, he wants you to be blessed beyond. what He says, you know what, uh, uh, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I come to give you what? Life and life more what? Abundantly. I don't know about you. That, that's like indeed. I want to be blessed indeed. God wants to give you so much more. But we're in our mindset, if I, if, I could, if I can just make it today. God, if you can just give me the strength just for, why not for eternity? Why, why ask God, you know what? If you're asking God that, you're, you're just making it. Why? Because that's what you're praying. God, I just need to make it today. God, uh, if you can just get me through the day. No, get me through the week. Get me through the year. Get me through next to, to, to 20, whatever. God, I, I want to make it in my marriage, not just today, but always. You have to ask God, God, I need to be blessed. And I know that you'll bless me indeed. And I know without any questions, as I do your will, and I know you're the one that blesses I'm going to understand your will. I'm going to understand your power and purpose in my life, which gives me the blessed life. But the problem with us, amen, we don't know. We think God wants just to bless those that, that are his favorites, like Pastor Art. You know, he gets all, he gets all the stuff. He gets all the good stuff. But how many know that you can claim whatever I have for you? That God has blessings for you. All you got to do is ask. He, he's, he's right there. And he's saying, man, I'm just waiting for, for Edith to come to me. And if Edith just asked me what she want, well, yeah, you too. What about me? He's like, well, what about me? <laughs> but see, if, if mama believes, guess where it goes down to? 
kids start to believe, well, mama's blessed, daddy's, I want that blessing. So we got to teach them that, you know what, you got to ask. And you, then you got to understand, whatever I'm asking, whatever I'm requesting, I'm leaving it up to him. Don't, you don't get disappointed because it's not coming tomorrow. You ask for a Monday and people want it by Tuesday. It's not going to happen like that. Some of the blessings, amen, I've been waiting for. There's still blessings I'm waiting for today, but it does not alter me or change me the way I'm walking today. I'm still walking the blessings that he's going to bless me indeed, and it comes in his timing, church. But when you start to look to him, all that doesn't matter because you start to, all of a sudden that gets released to you of his, of, his, of, his, uh, of his will, his power, and his purpose in your life. And when you got those three things happening in your life, guess what? You're already blessed. And everything else just comes, you know what? It's just gravy on top. But none, nobody, no one's even getting to the gravy part. No one's, no one's even tapping in. All they're just saying, just to make it. Can you get me through the day? And he just throws you a day of blessings. But that's what you asked for. God, this is a hard day. Just get me through this eight-hour shift. And so all you got is eight hours of strength. And boom, after the eight hours done, boom, problems again. Come on, but you got to ask, you know, God, I want you to bless me. You know, if there, how, many, how many can see some needs in your home right now, in your life right now? Come on, do you see? Come on, I want you to look at, take inventory with us. Where, where, where are some areas that you say, I can be blessed? And you got to look at those areas and say, you know, God, I need, I, I, I need to be blessed right here. And I'm calling out to you because I know that you can do it. And I know that you would do it without any questions. You have to search God. And you have to cry out to God just like Jabez did. He cried out, amen, because he knew that in his nature it was God's blessings. He knew that God wanted to bless his kids, so he took advantage of that. And he says, you know what, God, I'm coming to you. I want to be blessed. I need a blessing in my life. I'm looking to you because I recognize that you're the one that blesses. And also that if I cry out, your word says, if I ask, I will receive. And I'm going to hold on to that until you bless me. It's like Jacob. Jacob held on. And he would not let go until, what did he say? Until you bless me, Lord. For some of us, you need to wrestle with God. You're going to have to wrestle for that blessing, church. Come on, it's not going to come easy. God's not a, a, a genie in the bottle. You're not going to come and rub God and say, okay, I'll, my three wishes are. No, you're going to have to come. And some of it's going to be a fight. You're going to have to fight and, and God's going to see if you want to really fight. And Jacob held on. He fought, he fought. He goes, I'm not going to let go. I'm not going to let go until you bless me. And even God hit him on his, in his hip and, and, and dislocated it. And he still wouldn't let go. You guys get hit with a little problem, and you guys let go of God just like that. You guys quit church just like that. Come on, you're on fire, and all of a sudden the devil throws something out. Boom, I'm done. You quit, you quit, amen. Devil takes you out because someone stole your gum. I mean, you lost your salvation over a pack of gum. <laughs> Sounds silly, amen, but people lose their salvation over the silliest things. 
Instead of holding on and say, God, you didn't save me just uh, that I will fall back on my face again. God, you didn't just save me uh, just to get me off drugs. Uh, You didn't just save me to get me off alcohol. God, you saved me because you got blessings for me. Uh, You got something in store for me. You got a future for me. Uh, You got destiny in my life, Lord. I'm going to hold on to your promises until you bless me. See, the problem with us or you, is that we come to God with low expectations. And we come to God and say, God, hello, sir, your majesty. I don't want to bother you, but, but whenever you have time, I, I, I was wondering if you can bless me. But it, 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 if you don't have time, it's okay. I understand. Instead of saying, God... Sir, your majesty, I want you to bless me indeed. I want you to bless me indeed. I mean, really, how many have cried out like that to God? Be honest. You wake up in the morning and say, God, bless me. Heal me. Touch me. I want you to bless my day. Indeed. Give Give it all to me. Whatever you have in store for me, I want it. Whatever they don't want, I'll take it. (laughs) Come on, God. Because he says, you know what? Whatever you don't take, he'll he'll give to another person. You see it on the talents. Take the one that has two, give it to the one that has five. Give the one that has five, give it to the one that has ten. If you don't use it or you don't use the blessings of God, he'll transfer it and put it into my account. Because I told God, whatever the church doesn't want, whatever inside here, I'll take it. So I'm writing on some of your blessings right now, amen. <laughs> you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to report it. And you better tell God, that was my blessing. Give it to me. Oh, what? They got a new car? That is my car. That is my car. Give me my car back, God. Come on, you know. God was just asking you to give you a car, yet the one that came in asked for the car, so he got it. So we got to ask, guys. He's, he's here and he wants to hand things out to us. Don't go to God with low expectations. Don't go to him without, with doubting that he's going to give it to you or not. You got to go with an understanding, I am in need to be blessed. God, I recognize it's you that blesses me, and I know that you can bless me indeed. And when you go with God with that type of, 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 of confidence, because it says to go to the throne of God with what? Confidence. In a time of need, he will bless you. God wants to bless you, but the devil tells you he doesn't care for you. So you're going to listen to the lie or to the truth. I don't know about you, but I choose truth in my life. Church, you have to believe that you are a candidate for God's blessing. How many believe that? Two people. Praise the Lord. Come on, how many believe that you're a candidate for God's blessing? Come on, it starts with your attitude now. It has to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm a candidate. Come on, get crazy. Where, where are you like, uh, don't raise your hand just for me. Oh, okay, okay, that way he doesn't yell at me. 
You got to believe for yourself, I'm a candidate. I want to be blessed. Come on. And if you believe you're a candidate, what are you waiting for? Ask. Ask God. Ask God. You know, if you're married, don't ask for another wife or another husband. Amen. That's not what I'm talking about here. But ask that, you know what? Bless my spouse. Bless me to understand my spouse. Bless my marriage so it can get better, not to start over. Hello? Psalms chapter 5, verse 12 says this. Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous, and then you surround them with your favor as a shield. Do you believe God will bless you? He says he will. He says he will. Ezra chapter 34, 26 says this. I will bless my people and their homes around the holy hill. And in their proper season, I will send showers that they need. They will be showers of blessings. God wants to shower you with so many blessings. Are you God's people? Come on. Are you God's people? Come on. If you're God's people, then claim the blessings. God bless me indeed. See, as a child of God, we only lack because we ask not. If you're lacking in this place, it's because you're not asking God to bless you. Come on. Don't, don't blame society. Don't blame, you know, the, don't blame the economy. Don't blame, when God owns the economy. Come on, we're, come on we're, not, we're not a product of what, or a byproduct of what happens out in the environment. Come on, it, it, can, it can be, we can go through a, a depression. We can go through these things, amen, which we, has hit us, amen, in 2008. But God still sustained us, guys. You know what? Because I call to God. He's the one that blesses. The economy has nothing to do with God's economy. I call out to my God and God will bless me in the midst of of storms and seasons uh, that, you know what, uh, that, uh, of dryness, God still is a God that will bless us. Ephesians chapter 1, 3 says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Come on, if we belong to Jesus, church, you're blessed. I say, if we belong to Jesus, you're blessed. You got to understand all these blessings in the heavenly realm belong to us. Why? Because we're united with Christ. If you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then those blessings belong to you. But you have to claim them. You got to say, God, bless me. Bless me indeed. I'm going to close tonight. See, Jabez prayed a simple prayer. He simply refused to let anything get in his way, any person, any opinion that seemed to be or appeared to be larger than God's nature. And God's nature, church, is to bless you. It really is. When people cry out in desperation, when they Facebook it in desperation, when they're doing things outside the source instead of going to the source, that's where you're going to be lacking. See, when we start to 
Facebook sometimes just bugs me. No, I don't delete it because I, 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 it's, it's also good also. It's also good to promote, but promote things that are good. But when you are a Christian and you say, I, I, I live for God, but you're promoting things that show that there is no God in your life, there's a problem. When you're saying you're in need or you're going through stuff, then it, aren't you a Christian? Ain't God supposed to take care of you? You're promoting a, a wrong God to, to the world. You know, if you're going to promote, then promote. Man, I'm going through a storm, but whoo, my God's going to get me through. You start promoting praise unto him. But when you start to declare, woe is me and this and that, as a Christian, then you're showing that your God is not big enough to supply your needs. He's not, the, he's not a big enough source for you. And that's where we find out that, you know, the devil ridicules us and makes us look that, you know, is really mocking our God. God, you can't promote God like that. Yeah, I'm going through a battle. Yeah, I just got diagnosed with this, but my God's going to get me through. You know, if you want to do it, then put God in the mix of it. Turn that bad into a positive. Because God is a God that turns what's bad to good. But you got to believe it for yourself. But if you just leave the bad out there, and all you're doing is delivering bad mail, and you're claiming you're a Christian, you're not really looking to the true source. See, that person is not asking to be blessed. And he's not going to God to ask him to be blessed. So guess what? God will not bless him. But if you can turn it around and say, you know what, I'm in need. And if you're going through a need, you've got to say, God, I'm a perfect candidate for your blessing. God, I'm in, a, I'm in a place right now that I need a miracle and only you can provide it. And now you're showing the world, watch what my God's going to do. I'm in a time of need, but God's going to come through. I'm in a time of need, but I know who to call out to. And I know that my God will take care of me. Come on. We'll never be lacking, church, if Christ is in our hearts. In reality, we'll never be lacking. We, we may not have everything we want, but we really have everything that we need. Come on. We'll never suffer without you know, without Christ. We're going to suffer for Christ, but we'll never suffer without Christ, church. God will supply every need. God will take care of every appetite. He'll take care of any, anything that you go through. You'll be rich even though you are poor if Christ is with you. Come on, somebody. I see some, some people that don't have money be the richest people out there. Because why? They got God in their life. They got the source that's going to provide for them. See, God's not going to bless you with a million dollars. He's not. Now, with me, I can handle a million dollars. So I'll tell you, God bless me with a million bucks. I can handle the million bucks. I won't leave you. God knows my heart. Is he going to give it to me? Probably not. But I can ha I got you got to handle. If you're faithful with the what? The little, you'll be faithful with the much. So I'm just be. I'm taking steps. Let me tell you, what I have now, I have a lot more than I had before. And so he's increased me each time. And God can increase it for you. You know, for some of you guys, some of you guys here are millionaires. You don't even know it. 
Come on, God wants to use you, use your business, turn you around. Come on, there's a million dollars. And if you're a millionaire right now, I haven't seen it in the ties. <laughs> so you're holding it out and God's going to take it away from you, amen. Because if you're a millionaire, let me tell you, I'd be the first one to know. Because I would see that 10%, man, 100,000 or well, I don't even know what it, what it is, 100,000. I was like, praise the Lord, somebody's a millionaire in our congregation, amen. <laughs> oh, I'll find them. It's like that story of a guy that got stranded in the island. And, and uh, he's, he's stranded. And all these boats are coming. Here comes this boat. He goes, come on, we'll save you. He goes, no, 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 no. I'm waiting. And another boat, airplane comes. He comes. He goes, nah, go ahead. Get out of here. And all, all this help is coming to him. And then, and, and, and then his friend says, why are you sending all these people away? And he goes, man, we're going to die in this island. He had a partner with him, a friend with him. He goes, you know what? I make a, a million dollars a year. My pastor will find me. <laughs> I will find you, amen. <laughs> but you have to believe, church, that God wants to bless you without any questions. All you got to do is ask. James chapter 4, verse 2 says, you do not have because you don't ask God. So what are you waiting for? Just ask. First, you've got to recognize the need to be blessed. Second thing that we learned tonight, you've got you to recognize who does the blessings. And third, that he'll bless you. All that he's doing.